Today's episode is brought to you by Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, green juice, solves the problem of juicing greens on the go. Just add water, drink, and let your body soak up the benefits. Visit Organifi.com, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, to learn more about an exciting offer for you, our podcast listeners. I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am, and I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good, you were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. What's happening? What up, y'all? And Dr. Douglas, where in the world is he, Thomas? What's going on? <laughs> uh, I don't know if he's in Dallas. I don't know if he's in Cali. Yeah. I don't know if he's in <laughs> I was. Florida. I was. Actually, I was in Dallas. I was. I'm actually in with Mickey Mouse now trying to get a, get a night, some ears. So Did y'all, go, y'all, y'all back at Disney? They're back at Disney. This is my last week uh, school. This is the last week of school. So I'm back with the babies, you know, wrapping it up, trying to get them uh, settled. And it, my big thing, see, is the summer, man. It's, I don't know. I'm sure you like me, see. You, 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 you get kick-started probably in late December, and then you get out in, uh, in uh, June, and then you be ready to, you know, call it quits, and you got to start all over again, you know, in September. So I'm hoping the uh-huh. babies this summer we can get them going in the summer, get them uh, a summer plan. You know man, what I'm one of the biggest blessings in my life is knowing I never had to go back to school, bro. Like, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, so when, you got your PA, when, when we got our PhD, you know what I'm saying? No doubt. That's when it. We got it didn't know where else to go. Oh, it was, I just felt so relieved. I'm like, yeah, he got the PhD this for everybody. No more school. Uh, yeah, nah, man. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, I'm glad you, you're traveling the world. I got a chance to, to be embraced by the travel schedule. And that's how you know E's still the boss for anybody out there who thought, oh, maybe C and E, they like co-workers or, you right, know, whatever. Right, right. That's how you know E's still the boss. He called me, I don't even know why he was up, called me like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night on a Wednesday. It was like, yo, I'm coming into Atlanta. We'll be there at 9 a.m. Uh, going to scoop us up, we'll be at Delta Terminal. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. So picked him up. We hit the radio station, did some promo. I had a whole day plan. I had clients. I had everything going on and had to shut it. He was like, shut it down. And uh, then we ended up hitting Busy B. Busy. And, uh, I, I turned E loose on Busy B. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, Diddy was gay. Oh, that Busy B. Oh, Shout out to Busy B. If you ever come down to Atlanta, don't worry about how the neighborhood look, all right? Just go in there and eat and <laughs> yeah, get out, okay? Yeah, for real. Yeah, just don't uh, stay. Yeah, yeah busy Park bees backwards, is, is a Park backwards. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, Park no, no. backwards. Park, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, uh, yeah, you might want to catch an Uber or something. It's not going to be a lot of parking. We just got blessed because it was like a conversion van coming out so I could get the truck in. But, uh, yeah, we put in that work uh, at Busy B, man. Matter of fact, I didn't. We, you know, Go and tell the people what I had, E. Don't play with it. Uh-oh. Oh, a sweet... Chicken salad. Yeah, that's mm. it. You see what I'm saying? Oh, Carl? wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm trying to sexy him out for the summer. You know what I mean? Yes, the, sir. The new house, the uh, new bro, house so got hot. a pool. I, you know what I'm saying? It's so mm. hot. I think he's going to sexy him out quite a bit. just by walking outside. Let's get it. Yeah, you know I think he's just walking outside. <laughs> see, it, it was 100 degrees, Carl, when we went. Ooh. 100 degrees. Oh, yeah, it was 100. 
Yeah, it's 100. Yeah, no, it's 100. That's what I'm saying. Down here, you got to be in shape. You know, Michigan's like, you can wear a hoodie every day. You know what oh, I'm saying? Okay. Like, even in the summer, it's going to get down to like 50 by the night. So, you, you, I'm just thinking, here, though, with black. that kind of heat, at, you should at be some point, you're going to have to show the chunky you shit. Should <laughs> you should be good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey. Hey, hey Michigan, I'm a grown Michigan man. You can only go swimming with a t-shirt on for so long, Carl, before you got to show them what, what you're working with. You know what I'm saying? Show, that show them what you're working out. with. Yeah, no doubt. So, um, okay, good. Um, let me tell y'all why I am, uh, I think I'm the best friend in the world. And I say I'm the best friend in the world because, uh, and you guys will agree with me, I hired a moving company. Okay, nah. so all my friends who been avoiding me for the last mm. three weeks because they know I'm moving. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Are you good? I yeah, ain't heard no, no hair, no hide. Uh, don't worry, I got a moving company. And I just feel like, for real, I honestly feel like that makes me a great, outstanding friend because I know a bunch of strapping young gentlemen in the Atlanta <laughs> area, right? Shout out to Jeremy. <laughs> You know, Willie, no doubt. you know what I'm saying, Jers. <laughs> like, Johnson. I know a whole crew of guys, and they may owe me a favor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not saying for sure, but they may. And uh, I, I went on ahead and hired a moving company, man. So, uh, again, we, uh, yeah, I, I am the best friend in the world because is there anything worse than moving? I, I tell people all the time, they ask me to move. I just say no because that's gorilla in me. But I say, but I do have a couple dollars towards the moving company, if that's an issue. Uh, you know what I'm saying? If that's our barrier to success, is the fact that the moving company going to run you a grand or two, let me be the first to say I will put in on that. And by put in, I mean pay the whole thing, especially if I feel obligated like I should be helping you move. Because <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, you know how it is. You're out of town. You're on the road. You finally get like a weekend with your family back at the crib. It's like somebody like, oh, exactly. can you come help me move? It's like, ah, I don't want to be on that, but I'm on that. So I'm, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm a pretty decent friend. I don't know how y'all feel about that. I feel like you're gonna get some hate mail. That's that's somebody gonna say something to you off of that. <laughs> or about what? Uh, and you know what though? Real quick, man. I just wanna, man. I just wanted this morning. I had a little quick little incident, and I just wanna say to those of you who are working, uh, do your job. You know what I'm saying? Know your job. <laughs> do your job. Know your that's, job. That's pretty basic advice, eh? Right. Everybody working, do your job. Do your job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Here's the first part, though. For real, and I'm talking to those of you trying to get to the next level in your life. Know your job first. Do your job. Mm. And then, if possible, do it at a high level, right? So this mm. morning, well, actually, I know why some of you are not insiders now. Right, I call the. Uh, We're not insiders or don't have insiders. Or just no, 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 no. These are people who work in establishments, and you like wondering why I'm not wearing that jacket. You know what I'm saying? Why oh, they never no. let me wear Get that it. jacket? And um, I walked in yesterday to um, uh, the hotel here in um, Orlando. This time I stayed at the. Uh, it's the Omni uh, Resorts at the. Uh, it's a villa at the Champion Gates, and I walk in. And are you are out. you checking out before this podcast come on? Cause oh yeah, way way <laughs> okay, out, way I'm, out. I was gonna say, but uh, I have a couple of little people outside. You know, I gotta door. be in Chicago today, so we good. Um, oh, okay, praise God. But yeah, man, I walk in. My man Dwayne, shout out Dwayne. He sees me. He tells the young lady, I don't know if you know who this is, but not only um, does he patronize this particular establishment, they do conferences, whatever. 
you know, with the Omni, this ET the hip hop preacher, she was starting to tell me self parking versus valet. He like, look, first of all, he in the <laughs> building, so that's self park. Ain't no valet over there. Second of all, give it to my man for free. I'm like, bet. He was like, E, we got free drinks for you. I came in, he had a sweet card in here with my name on it with the little dessert boy. Uh, it's definitely not uh, urban what desserts. What kind of drinks did you have? Just curious. Um, well, I, I didn't get any yet. I didn't get any yet, but he did give me a list. I'll, I'll take a picture of it. <laughs> did you get the yak or not? Yeah. 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 No, no, I, I didn't get no drink yet. But I'll see I know you the, love uh, free, E. You know what I'm saying? No question. I'm going to send it to you, though. You, me and you can decide which ones I should What does the Bible say about when somebody puts something in front of you? And you didn't guess. I'm saying he ain't putting nothing in front of me yet, though. But yeah, we'll have me and you will decide what I should get and get a strong <laughs> drink. <laughs> and um, oh, I got my man was like, "Yo, anything you need while you're here, I got you." I was like, "Okay, bet." So about nine thirty last night, it hit me. This is why the second string is not. Then why you second string? This is why right here. <laughs> so I said the second string. He said, Six man. He said, "What can I do to help you?" And I was like, "Bet." He about to take Dwayne's spot. Yeah, I said, I need some batteries. He was like, oh, I don't have no batteries, but the gift shop opens at 7. I was like, mm. ooh, 7 o'clock? We own at 7.30? That's great, right? So uh, uh, fortunately, at 6.30, I started a call with Anthony Flynn. For those of you who know anything about our game, uh, game changers, these are young men who are up-and-coming, female up-and-coming speakers, yep. you know, mm -hmm. who about to dominate the space. So me and Ant get on. I ain't going to lie. We got into a pretty good discussion. So it's about 7.09 when I realized, shoot, I got to hurry up because the podcast is about to start. But I don't need 15 minutes because it's right there. So I, I'm like, Ant, like 7.15, Ant, like, thanks for your time, E. Have a great day. I'm like, all right, Ant, get in the car to go to the little gift shop. And I don't know whose job it is. Look, know your job. Do your job. But when I hit my little key on the gate to get out the gate, the gate wouldn't open. And I'm like, okay, mm. whose job is this? The gate is five. I'm out there for five minutes, bro. Like, okay, the gate's not open. I got to be back at 7.30. Hit the please. Um, please hit this for an assistant. I hit it. No assistant. I'm like, did somebody come to work late? Because I'm, I'm hitting the button and it's not, I'm not getting an assistant. The door's not opening. <laughs> Praise God for my man, Jose, though. He's on the cart driving around. Welcome like, to the life of not cannot. having an insider. You know what I'm saying, oh, girl? Man. Back to earth. You're describing my everyday hotel trip. Oh, bro. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like where's the problem? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm waiting on the problem. Yeah, no, I'm, I ain't got the problem right here. So my man, Jose, he opened the gate for me, the manual boy. So I get to the gift shop. Now, listen to me. Here's the deal. There's a Publix that's really only a two-minute drive. Publix is only two minutes. But the gift shop is 30 seconds. So I right. get to the uh, hotel. You know, of course, it's a big hotel. So I go in, get to the gift shop. Gift shop open at 8. I'm like, that's why mm. you're not an insider. You don't know mm. what time it really opens. Know your job. Do mm. your job. Know your job. Mm. Do your job. Right? So I go to the front desk. She's like, what you need? I said, some AAA batteries. She said, a gift shop. I said, a gift shop ain't open. Oh, wow. She's like, oh, Okay. Well, how can I help you? I said batteries. She said, the gift shop's not open. I'm like, yeah, that's why you're not an insider either. All right, you didn't get it. Mm. Uh, went to Publix, of course, got it, came back, everything legit. So I'm just saying for real, some of you out there. Oh, you you like, went to Publix that fast? Yeah, yeah, the Publix right around the corner. Yeah, Publix right around the you corner. You drove, though, or you walked? Yeah, I drove. No, 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 I drove. I drove, I mm. drove. 
<laughs> so uh, I'm saying because I was talking to you and I talked to you this morning and I thought, yeah, I I thought you was at the hotel and then you hit back. Like I, no, 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 I was at the quick. hotel because they told me the gift shop opened at seven, but I had to dart to that um, I had to dart real quick to that um, to that pub. Oh, they look, had I'm your whip right real. up front, huh? Oh yeah, I grabbed. You know the battery's right there. You know what I'm saying? Oh uh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying using my car take about car. a half hour to get to the yeah. front. That's why I was confused. I forgot uh, they left you right up at the top. As soon as you walk out the door, a little oh, red no, car no, no straight question. to the whip. Oh yeah, no, no. My, I'm right there. My room is right next to the oh, elevator. Oh yeah. no, no, no. I'm talking about the whip where they keep it. You know, you valet your whip. They put oh, mine in the dungeon somewhere. You know what I'm no, saying? No, no. Like, I don't know where it's no. at, but somehow it takes no. an hour to get up to me. Yeah. <laughs> I self-parked this time because I'm in the villa. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the yeah. villas. They don't have no, uh, they don't have one. So, I, or they do have a shuttle, but I'm like, by the time I get a shuttle, that's too bougie. I'm like, we're going to leave that alone. So, no, I, I just want to encourage all y'all out there. I'm being for real. You are so focused on a raise. You're so focused on making six figures, seven figures, whatever it is. That you, you, I mean, you don't even know what your job is. And, and, and then if you know what it is, a lot of you just aren't doing it to the highest level. And it doesn't take a lot to say the gift shop opens at eight, but you don't know what time it opens because that's not a part. You don't see that as a part of your job, even though you pass the gift shop every day. You're not really paying attention to that. Well, was the gift shop, did it have hours on the door? So maybe it was yes, supposed to open and the I gift shop the worker shop. was the one it said, it said The holiday weekend set it off. Eh? The holiday yeah. weekend messed everybody uh, up. Yeah, well, yeah, you might be right. But it did say 8 o'clock right there on the mm. door. As soon as you walk wow. in, it said it sunset gift shop, let me, let, or let sunrise you, gift let me, shop. Let me ask you another critical question, and this is for both of y'all. Who has higher prices, the hotel, gift shops, or the airport? Oh, 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 yeah. I thought Bro, you. Had, I was I in the I airport the other day. Yeah, I lost my headphones. No, I lost my charge. I don't know what it is. Like I can't never remember my phone charger. Bruh, phone charger at the airport about four hundred dollars. Bruh, I'm talking oh, about them things is high. I'm talking about. I'm like, what in the world? Like how? I, I asked my man. I said, how, bruh? Like this can't be thirty-five dollars for a charge for just a cord. He like, look, I don't know what to tell you. I'm like, wow. So who has the higher prices? Hotel, gift shop, or the airport? Hey, I, think I, I went was, to. I, yeah, where, where bad, you going, yeah, Carl? With it? No, no, I was saying. Well, I'm gonna tell you my experience. Both of them is crazy, but just before the cruise, I had to go get like a swimming trunk. See, I forgot swimming trunk, so I got to Florida just before we hit the cruise, and I went to the gift shop that morning before we went to the cruise, and I'm like, yo, let me just get some kind of swim trunks real quick. Bro, that sucker was $75. Oh, yeah, no. $75. I walked yeah. down the street and found one for like 19 bucks. I'm like, yeah, y'all are insane it, with it, this. Did it have a net on the inside? Was it the net? Well, that, that was going <laughs> to say, Carl, that's how we know you from Barbados, because in the States, we just wear hoop shorts. That is swim trunks. You know that's what why I was asking, did it have a net yeah. in there? That's what you was getting them nah, for. Nah, it's a little the less privacy. Net. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Once you get wet a little bit, a little, little less private, but you just gotta go with your draws. You know what I'm saying? No question. You just wear your draws too. You ain't gotta wear your draws. You just gotta stay in the water. Don't be getting in and out. Yeah, don't get in and out. Just stay in. Just stay in that joker. Don't 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 climb up that ladder with kids around. Your whole ace might be exposed. For real, that's for real. Uh, yeah, that's for real. Um, oh, E, you had before we get into uh, the topic of the day. You had a, a, a fair file from the other night that you sent me. Do you want to share it with the people? 
Okay, for real, guys. Fair five. I'm just because at first I was being judgmental. At first I was being judgmental, and I'm like, yo, this five. But then I had to think through it for a minute. Like she said, I'm, mm-hmm. I do have insiders now. And plural. We do sell. It used to product. be one insider. Right. Used to be one. I heard it. Yeah, I heard I, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a couple different chains. You know what I'm saying? I got the W, the Omni, the Ritz. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know what I'm saying? Before I got bougie. I'm like, yo, I probably would have done this, but sometimes you forget where you come from. So I was blessed this weekend, um, you know, to, to um, you know, to go to the Kirk Franklin concert. And shout out, man. My man, when you on his level, he had Ty Tribit, uh, Tribit there. He had Marvin Sapp, Erica Campbell. Um, who else was there? Is it Tamala Mann? Tamala mm-hmm. Mann was there. He just had a lineup that was out of this world. And so... Um, I, I actually happened to be um, close friends with Natasha Gregg, went to Oakwood with me. She's in his camp, and then his manager. And so they was like, yo, E, saw him in Montgomery. He's like, yo, you need to come out to Dallas, you know, do the VIP experience. I was like, no problem. He's like, this ain't a, a Kurt Franklin Montgomery. He's singing, but this ain't his concert. You need to experience his concert. So I'm like, cool. So we get to the concert. Mind you, it's about 100 degrees in Dallas, bro. It's smoking. Oh, and, outside? Uh, we're kind of like in a... It was indoors, but it was one of those like pavilions where it's like indoor, outdoor. You know what oh, I'm saying? Amphitheater. So, mm. Yeah, so we were a lot closer though. We were closer, but still, they got the big fans blowing. And so the back part of it is out, but it's covered for the most part. Um, and I'm sitting, first of all, why do I get a seat? Okay, I shouldn't say this, but the people in front of me were tall and large. So I couldn't see, right? I wasn't able to see, right? Uh, I had to stand up whenever. What I you mean to by large? Um, <laughs> I was tall. trying not to laugh. See, yeah, tall, tall, tall. No, they were tall. Okay, yeah, okay, tall right. and large. Uh, my view was obscure. I couldn't see. Right. So you before I, the vegan diet. Uh, I'm talking about weight. I'm talking about when you want to succeed as bad as you want to And why is that video that blew up when I was a child? You know Looking like a, a bumblebee. A busy, a bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> so, my man, I'm noticing his phone. He, he's holding it the whole time, Carl. I'm like, why hmm. is my man holding his phone? That's a long video. Hmm. And I look closer, mm. I see a young girl who looked like maybe his daughter and maybe, you know, his, his, his daughter and somebody, maybe, I'm not, I'm not sure who, if it was somebody else, but they was in the bed. And it dawned on me that he was FaceTiming the, mm, co- the concert. The whole event. Mm. I'm saying, hold up for a minute now. Is this fair file? Is, that, <laughs> you, is this legal? Can, mm. can, can, can you, is this legal? You are actually like I know. No, it's supposed to be no videotaping, no recording. Yeah. But you got this FaceTiming, mm. and she in the bed chilling with popcorn, <laughs> watching the whole. Oh. He, had, he had one of the big Samsung phones, the big uh. droids, and I can see the whole thing clear. And I'm saying, is this fair? Wow. Now, now I'm saying, in my mind, it's fair because he they did buy. I had VIP tickets. So these was kind of close, you know what I'm saying? They, these are some nice tickets. So I'm thinking, he probably thinking, if I just get two VIP tickets and FaceTime it, then my family mm. could get a good experience because if I mm. buy four tickets, we're going to be all the way in the back somewhere. So I'm like, okay, maybe his rationale was <laughs> we get good tickets and we FaceTime. You know what I'm saying? So everybody get a great experience versus 
I get the tickets that we can afford for four and we back in the grass somewhere. Well, I'm going to say foul, but not because um, I think it's wrong to FaceTime. I'm going to say foul because now you got to watch awkwardly as you try to watch Kirk right. do his thing. Right. His daughter right. eating popcorn in the bed. In the bed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like if you do it, you got to do it on the sneak. Like hold it on your stomach and just like point it up. You know what I'm saying? But you can't just be holding it up like it's, uh, you know, public viewing, if you see what I'm saying. So I'm going to go foul. Right. Hey, yeah. was, the, was the rule no recording? Because technically my man is not recording. He's not breaking yeah, the well, rules. Apparently... <laughs> Apparently he wasn't recording. So I and I don't remember <laughs> Kurt them saying you couldn't record. I do remember mm. them saying um, whatever pictures you take that you should hashtag, um, you know, Exodus um, Festival because that's what it was. So mm. maybe they were allowing people that. But it's so crazy. Yeah, but he didn't hashtag her though, Carl, because he Facetiming. So you can, that was a part of the rule. Oh, no. If you video or if you take pictures, you got to hashtag. No, she was screenshotting on her end and post and hashtag. There it is. You know, yep, there it you, is. You missed yep. that. Yeah, yep. you, you actually looked at Kirk for a minute while she was screenshotting and posting. <laughs> um, yeah, that's yeah. Well, well, I'm happy y'all. That's not y'all swagger to be hitting concerts. So I'm happy y'all was out doing y'all thing and you know just living y'all best life and while the rest hey. of us. Hey, my life like it's going. My my <laughs> apologies to y'all. I saw y'all was t- you was texting the stuff Saturday, e, and I was man. So e, you talked about Lansing. Lansing, I'm talking about. We had 94 all like for the last three wow. four days. We had 94. Wow. Lansing. So we went to the wedding. E, yeah, we went to the wedding, and we got there. You know, we went after church, so we pretty much got there to the end of it. So we just stuck Who around for a second. Uh, you know, Royce, not oh, Royce, yeah. his daughter, of course, his daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we went down to the wedding. Like I said, spent maybe like 20 down there because we got there toward the end of everything. And they were like, yo, we right here by the Binder Park Zoo. Let's just hit the zoo. Bruh, 90-something degrees out there in that zoo. I didn't even want to take... And I, I had jeans on because we had come mm. straight from church. I right. had jeans and like a long sleeve shirt on. Bruh, I didn't even take my phone out of my pocket. It was so hot. I was like, I don't care mm. who texted me, who calling me. I looked at it Saturday night like, oh, my bad. <laughs> but bruh, it was hot. Oh, that's we why was, it took you so long to text me back. Oh, uh, let me, t- I'm serious, for real, see, I'm I talking about, it was hot. I had eyes yesterday, I was like, uh, okay, I you eight hours ago, I ain't trying to bug you. No, it was just, we up here getting that, yeah, we getting that real summer, we ain't had no spring, we went straight to summer this week, bro, it was real. Oh, oh 94, yeah, no, we, uh, we not even, at, we were, we were been a little lower lately, because it's been rainy, um, yeah, no, I got you, um, alright, so, E, uh, let's make this happen, where's my phone? Um, so we talked, so, oh, so let's just say this. It's crazy, man. After you watch a whole season of hoops, you watch a whole playoff (laughs) game seven, all the drama, the turbulence, everything. And then we ride back. Ride back. Right back. To Cleveland and Golden State. This is the fourth year in a row, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's 2-1, right? Think about it. Golden State won the first one. Cleveland won the second one. one. Golden State won the third one. Now, ooh. So, yeah, we have have, uh, 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 arrived at the place where everybody knew we were going to be at the beginning of the season anyway. Although, I don't think people were as confident that Cleveland would make it, um, Mm -hmm. obviously, because... I, I think Mark Jackson said it was Gladys Knight and the Pips. He's like, <laughs> the Pips got to come through, do something. Um, but uh, Cleveland and, and Golden State got there again, 
And E, I just wanted to know any observations you had about LeBron or just that whole series and, and what, what's going on with them. You, I, I thought we'd start with the LeBron fan. <laughs> um, well, well, no, I, I, uh, I think greatness <laughs> speaks for itself. You know Here they go, no Here they no, go. No, no, no yeah, argument. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say this, though. Man, eight in a row. Like, yo, mad yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, let me ask you. I, I think, that's the, let me phrase it as a question, though, E. So, and this is what I meant to ask you yesterday, but I didn't ask because I wanted to ask you on the podcast. So Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy said that this accomplishment of getting this particular team Mm-hmm. to the finals with as limited amount of resources as they have, he they said it was a greater accomplishment than winning the finals, the two finals with Miami. They said this was actually a larger feat than that. What are your thoughts on that? Hmm. Um, you know, I got to respect them. And do you them. see what they're saying? Yeah, no, no, no. I have to respect them because... They play basketball. You know, anybody that knows me knows, like, for real. In terms of the science of the game, football is my game. I, mean, I know it like the back of my hand. I, I'm not, you know, really a basketball, um, you know, genius like that. I'm a, I'm a fan. I kind of watch, you know. Now, the only thing that I argued with was, again, I don't feel like Boston was what people were making it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like, you know, Boston, of course, they missing Kyrie, Hayward, you know, got some freshman second year players. You don't take nothing away from LeBron, but I, I didn't know. I didn't think that Boston was like a super squad. And the way I look at life, I always feel more comfortable when you have a beast like a LeBron because you have consistency. Whereas mm-hmm. when you're dealing with like Boston, you don't necessarily have a beast. You got five guys that you counting on. You know what I'm saying? But regardless if, regardless of what, if you were to do something eight years in a row, I don't care. I don't care how easy or hard it is to go through what LeBron is going through. He got a family just like everybody else. Uh, I think the thing to me that was most impressive about this journey is that while he did eight years in a row, and this was the year that you said didn't have the best team in the world. And he played well, 82 games, played 48 minutes in some playoff series. The fact that he was able to do it and not get injured is the biggest thing to me. Mm. That's what I take away from this more than anything, is that it's one thing to operate at such a mm-hmm. high level, but to do it and do what you need to do off the court, both yeah. emotionally, mentally, and physically, and be able to play at the highest level humanly possible consistently. There's no other player right mm. now that's playing at this. Uh, uh, what's his name? Got hurt. Uh, uh, what's his name? Kevin uh, Love. Uh, Curry got hurt. Uh, Steph, um, Curry. Uh, uh, yeah. Steph Curry got hurt. D, uh, KD been hurt. Uh, Eagle Dollar is hurt. Klay Thompson was hurt. I mean, you pretty much go down that line. I don't know if Draymond was ever hurt, but you go down the line. You got, unfortunately, Houston lost because Chris Paul got hurt. You got, um, what's his name? Kyrie is out. Hayward, freak accident, but hurt. You go down the line, uh, Love was hurt. The fact that you were able to play every single game, Hmm. play almost every single minute, and be able to play at the highest level when you ain't hurt yourself. Yeah, one day of fatigue, and then you came back in game seven, you know, and made up for that. 
to me, not that to is, mention his size too. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, I yeah. feel like it's, it's easier for bigger guys to get LeBron like yeah. two sixty six eight. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just Doing all the running on and the jumping. Ankle. Yeah. Yeah. Like you ain't had yeah. one ankle twist, calf yeah. nothing. Yeah. Remarkable. Yeah, remarkable. Yeah, that's age, real. And so we're not talking. We're not going to talk basketball today. So for for all my people who hate sports, don't turn the mm-hmm. podcast off. We're no, talk no. About I, I just said it though. See, endurance. I just yeah, said it yeah. to be able to. Um, that's like you going to your job 365 days. And okay, let me say this because I'm gonna let's see what you have to respect, right? What you have to respect, guys, with this whole scenario is that LeBron was able to do it at home, and he was able to do it away. Mm. And his guys weren't able to do that until game seven. Now, I must say this, Carl, I don't care nothing about how whack of a team they say they are. What they were able to do was play defense. That's what they was able to do that they weren't able to do any other game. And that defense to me is so important because what I want to say to a lot of you is, one, you need the endurance. Number two, the defense. And what do I mean by that? C and I talked the other day and it was like, yo, defense travels. Offense doesn't travel. So you can't mm-hmm. always take a dude who could put up 40 points, 30 points, whatever, and send him to an away game and perform at the, at the highest level. So what I want to talk to you guys about, and that's why we've been on this Organifi, that's why we've been on this working out, you know, doing our thing, because when you travel as much as I travel, you heard it. I was in North Carolina for a couple of days and I hit Dallas. Right. Then after I hit um, Dallas, I'm now in um, Orlando with the school system, couple graduations and then boom, I'm headed to Chicago. Um, um, to, actually, I'm leaving uh, tonight to go to Chicago for a few days to do some work. And so you got to have endurance. And for a lot of you guys I, and, and, it's, and I don't want to say millennials, but I've been dealing with a lot of millennials of late. And it just seems like when you all get under that pressure that it's like it breaks you. You know what I'm saying? It's like the more pressure y'all get under, the you get tired, you get fatigued, you get worn out. And a part of being successful is going through a, a lot of agony, a lot of pain, a lot of disappointment, and just being able to get through it. Like, I, look, I, man, I wish I could say more, but I'm dealing with some people right now who are going through some major challenges. And what they're doing is pretty much checking out of their job or checking out of life to deal with that situation. And I'm just going to be honest. If you could do that, everybody would be successful. Success is really about going through all the hell that life has. All of, all, all of um, Atlanta, you know, um, Toronto, Boston, now Golden State Word. Like, life is going through all of that and not checking out. You feel me? And most people, what they do is they're like, well, I got a sickness. I got to handle that. Okay, cool. Why are you handling that? A motivational speaker is still speaking. Entrepreneur is still whatever. Like, why are you taking a break? The world don't stop for you to take a break. And the, and the beautiful thing about LeBron this year is like the ability to go through life and go through all the scrutiny of the media, to go through the comparison mm-hmm. with MJ, to go through the, the, the trading one team, getting another team, and still performing at the mm-hmm. highest level. And that's why the greats get paid what they get paid Cause they don't check out. They don't, they don't, they, I'm not saying that they don't ever rest, but they don't check out of life because something is happening in their life. Right? So, so, so I ain't going to get into the defense thing right now. We'll talk about that later, but that's, that's my piece with LeBron. If you, I'm not LeBron. What are you, it's just not basketball. 
Yes, endurance though, if you are resilient, if you can bounce back, and what most of you do, you got a bad day, it's all over your face. Like for real, I'm like, yo, you just because life is bad, you can't give me 60% energy because you're having problems at home or because things ain't working out for you. It don't work like that. People are used to ET coming in on blaze. When I go to a school, I can't say, oh, my wife had an MS relapse today or um, my son, you know, working on his camp and having some challenges or my daughter, I can't, I, gigs don't matter. They not like, oh, you had a bad day, so we don't expect you to come and blaze TGIM or blaze this event. You have to get to the point that no matter what's happening in your life, you have the ability to endure, to get to, through it. And what LeBron is teaching us is while you're going through life, still perform at the highest level possible. Hmm. Yeah, no, I think uh, the, obviously that's critical. And I think you touched on it and I want to go there. I want to talk about the defense travels thing and, and not just defense travels, but I think one of the things that, again, like you said, is so remarkable is the consistency. But I think a, a major key to that consistency is having um, a go-to move or something that you can rely on mm -hmm. in the dark times, right? Like we talk about routine being so powerful mm -hmm. because it's like the reason they say defense travels, Carl, is because like, yo, you could go on the road and your shot is just not falling. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you can go, like it's a different building, the environment, the fans going crazy. You're not used to the rims. It's just an off shooting night. Mm -hmm. But defense is one of those things that's just effort. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. effort and hustle and like th those intangibles that it doesn't matter what's going on around you. And so I think that's what is really critical for us as entrepreneurs especially is to have things that you do on a daily basis that keep you centered and keep you grounded that allow you to get the win even when things aren't mm. pretty, right? And so I think about like, yo, you're not always go going to get the contract. You're not always gonna, you know, um, get that deal done first or better or whatever, but the, the tangible skills that you can count on daily that travel, right? Like the things that are consistent, you have to be able to lock those things down. And I think that's one of the things that E's done a great job in teaching us is like, yo, we can't necessarily control the outcome, but what we can control, let's control that. So we can control, are we getting up on time? We can control, mm -hmm. are we giving 100% effort throughout the day? Are we, you know, taking it seriously? Are we, you know, uh, revising, going back at it? Like the things that we can actually control I think we've done a good job of that. And then you let the chips fall where they may. And we just believe that if you are consistent, if you are dedicated, if you do have that go-to move and you're doing it every single day, that the chips will fall eventually in a good spot, if that makes sense. Yeah, perfect sense. Like, I'm literally... So so the effort, so I remember there was one play, and this, this is funny, see, because you, you as, a, as a LeBron fan, you might know, but how many times have you seen LeBron make a mistake on one end and fix it immediately the very uh, next defensive play? Uh, that you blows my slipping. mind. It's, I'm talking about slipping. That blows my mind. And it, it's, like, it's like that's the play that's going on in your mind. Okay, I might have messed up on this end. Okay, things did not go perfect on this end. But it's not over. The play is not over. As a matter of fact... If I can get back, and I'm using the basketball reference, but again, apply it to whatever area in your life. If I can just put enough energy to get back here before my man or, or meet him there, 
it's not over, if you get what I'm saying. Like, I haven't lost anything. If he did not score, we haven't lost anything but maybe two, three seconds, if you see what I'm saying. He stole the ball or something, got down the floor, and he about to get a layup, and it's an ugly reality. You about to get that ball smacked, taken out your hand, just stuck on the <laughs> backboard, embarrassed, you know what I'm saying? But it's, the, play, the play was not over, and I think what you just said was so deep because most people think the play is over when this thing happens. The play is over because you got not feeling good. The play is over because you're sick, whatever. The play is not over. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just got to put enough effort to get back on the other end. And I'm talking about, and I don't even want to use the word a makeup play because the defensive play is so deep. It's not a makeup play. That's a play in itself that's going to result in another offense. You know what I'm saying? Some other, like, it's going to spur your offense on. Defense builds, what's the, what's the line? What's the line? Um, defense, something offense. Defense is offense, baby. Defense is <laughs> yeah. offense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so to answer that, see, from my perspective, you know, here, here, here's what defense is. And, and, and we say defense travels. For those of you who are listening, just meaning that the circumstances don't dictate defense. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it does, you don't need the crowd for defense. You don't, you don't need, like, your spot on the court for defense. You know what I'm saying? Defense travels. That means that you have the luxury of taking that with you wherever you go. Right? Mm-hmm. So, a, so, so good. for me... So for me, what I hear when I hear that is, E, you can take your personality wherever you go. Mm. You feel me? Every, anywhere you go, you can speak to people. And you're going to always get the same response when you say hello. It's not going to change. You shake a man's hand, look in his eye. You hug a young lady. You know, um, you, you, you say thank you. You say please. You know, you being cordial, you being friendly, it's go, bruh, it's going to take you a long way. It's funny. Um... Uh, uh, Carl's uh, wife uh, sent Didi and I a devotion she read. And in the devotion, it was just talking about, um, this is deep, y'all. Man, I wish we had time and I can read it. But uh, in the devotion, it says that a salute or a greeting spoke to who you were dealing with. So if you go into a courtroom, there's a certain thing you have to do in the courtroom. It's like, it ain't optional. You feel me? They said when you saluted a king, it was a certain way you saluted a king. There was a certain way you saluted a queen, right? There was a certain way you saluted dignitaries. There was a certain way you saluted neighbors. There was a certain way you saluted family. And it was just breaking this whole concept down like, yo, we've gotten away as a nation or people from greeting. It's almost like Mm. back in the day, it'd be disrespectful not to greet because greeting was always somewhat of a DNA of who you were dealing with. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it, it was a way that you show honor and respect or whatever. So for me, one of the things that's like paramount is speaking, is looking somebody in the eye. It's saying something nice to a person. It's making a person feel good, right? It's getting up early in the morning and getting to a place before everybody else get there. Or if I get there and somebody else is there, matching or exceeding their energy. You know what I'm saying? For a lot of us, you will get to a job, but it's taking you like 50 minutes. You need a coffee. Drink your coffee before you get there. When you get to work, you need to work. You know, um, 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 like, you know, I, I, I didn't learn this until late in the game, but they used to teach us to study before you get to the class. So when you get to the class, the information won't be new. <laughs> Novel and you concept. sitting there looking crazy. <laughs> right, you feel you know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying. That's a genius <laughs> idea from someone. You know what I'm saying? But, but those are the kind of things, like, you know you got the job. Look over the document. Look over the day. Whatever it is. So for me, man, it's like energy. Bring your energy. 
and match your energy the whole day. And that's what I love about LeBron. Like, bruh, how is it that Rozier could hit all these three-pointers? See, hit me. Hmm. I'm just, look, y'all can go back and look at my social media. Like, look at what I said. Game, um, when everybody asked me uh, uh, who's going to win game seven, I said, listen to me very closely. If there's a game seven, Golden State going to win. If there's a, go- a game seven, Cleveland's going to win. If you are going to beat either of these teams, you got to take a giant out when you can take the giant out. You got to look. Look, we're not talking basketball. Ray David and Goliath, first hit. Yeah. Bye, y'all. Yeah. Look, I'm just being 100. You you had an opportunity, and you were timid and didn't take it. Let me tell you something. Mm. You you don't you do not have a giant, and you on the giants like territory. You are in a spot that's familiar with a giant and beat a giant. The way you beat a giant is you throw a giant off guard. If you study the scripture, the way Goliath was so successful is that they would meet up. They, they would meet. So they would have a space that both of them would meet at, and then they would fight. The way David beat him, bumped the rock. This ain't got nothing to do with no rock and no slingshot. The way David beat him was that David said, let's not wait till we get to the spot. I, I'm going to get you before you can get to the spot. We're not even going to wait for, we're not going to wait for you to come to the ring and do the whole ceremony and set it up. I'm going to, so what he did was he caught my man off guard. Mm. Goliath had never fought from that position before. He had never fought from that place before. He had a place that he was used to fighting. And so when you have a place that you're used to fighting, there's this sense of comfort. There's this sense of uh, familiarity that, that I, I didn't beat 150 dudes here. So what David did was, David was like, like I'm not going to let you be comfortable. I'm going to get you before you can get to your place of comfort. So I knew, game seven, bruh, how you go from making 50 free, 53s till you can't make a three rows here? You, you, can't, you can't buy a shot, right? Um, um, Houston, their whole team shut down. Ariza, was Ariza, like, so just dude. so you know. Terry uh, Rozier was 0 for 10 from three. Ariza was 0 for 9 last night. It was 20, 29 straight misses from three-point last night. I think it was 29 this is. And, and listen to me. This is not a bad thing. Somebody's listening. This is not a bad thing. You got to go 0 for 10. You got to go 0 for 9 first because you're not familiar with game seven. You're not familiar with game seven. That's why I'm trying to teach y'all. CJ said it, fail fast, fail often. Hurry up and get it out your system so that when you get mm. to a game seven, this ain't your first time being. So I already knew you're not gonna, you're not gonna beat Steph. Steph, this is fourth year going, bruh. It's like mm. clockwork to him now. LeBron been there eight years in a row. He ain't scared of no dog on game seven. He gonna put it on his back and look who stepped up, Green, why? Cause Green just had dog on open heart surgery. This game seven, you can't compare yeah. game seven to an open heart surgery. It, it don't yeah. even compare. So my man at ease, why? He been through so much hell. That game seven ain't hell to him. But for some other kids who used to AA program, they the best, MVP. They didn't want the state championship six, seven times. You ain't never been in a game seven in your life. So when you mm. get to game seven for the first time, bruh, you gonna have some anxiety. So I'm just saying, see, that what, what travels? Yeah. What, tra- what travels is the things that you're good at, you yeah. know, the things that you heard you need to do, take those things with you. And look, when you fail in game seven, don't let it bother you. Just say, hey, I've got my stripes. You I, got I, a notch. I, I, yep. I, yep, I got my notch. I got my tag. I got my disappointment. I got my agony. I got my defeat. 
all right, I'll be way more prepared for the next one. But don't don't be afraid of the game sevens in your life. Stop running yeah. from the mm-hmm. game sevens of your life. Yeah, stay right there. I actually want to ask you a question that I never, usually I, I kind of know your answer to some of the stuff, but I, I got a question for you that I, I really want to ask, and it, it may be going, it's going back a little bit, but um, let me shout out our sponsor, Organifi, man. Shout out to Organifi holding us down this whole time. Listen, man, now you can get all your healthy superfoods in one glass, all right? No shopping, no blending, no juicing, no cleanup. All right, just imagine drinking some of the world's greatest superfoods in one glass, all right? The proprietary formula is scientifically designed to nourish your body with vital nutrients without the need to dramatically change your daily routine, all right? We're not telling you got to get in the gym seven times a day, all right? You just got to drink this Organifi, man, and uh, we'll have you looking and feeling better very quickly, man. Look at some of the ingredients, all right? The chlorella, a green, large uh, algae, super high in protein, and great for your uh, healthy, smoother, stronger skin, a powerful uh, Moringa, a powerful metabolism booster for fat loss and great for detoxifying your body, spirulina, a natural blood sugar management plant and a great source of vitamins, mint. All right, this herb helps stop craving, soothes indigestion and assist in sleep, all right? So uh, we've been on it, as you guys know, unless you just listening to this podcast for the first time, which I know <laughs> most of you are not, um, the Organifi is going to the next level. My wife is on the Organifi now, right? She just said bump the juice and all together. She's on the Organifi full time, feeling great, man. So uh, go to the website, Organifi.com, all right? O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. Use the promo code SUCCESS to get 20% off your first order. Um, we want to make sure you guys get healthy with us. So Organifi.com. Shout out to everybody in Boston who had the uh, Organifi St. Louis we will be bringing the Organifi with us there as well, so you guys can try it out. Um, but check it out, man. Take care of yourself. Take care of your body. Look and feel good. Organifi.com, uh, promo code SUCCESS, all right? Um, real quick, um, listen, man. I, so going back, E, we, we just talked about David and Goliath, right? And we always hear, like, all the stuff from David's side. Let me ask you this. What could Goliath have done differently in order to win that battle? Uh, and I ask I you think, that just because now, in, in terms of where you're at in your career, I know you want to go with the David mindset, but the reality is you are Goliath, right? You, you're not the underdog anymore. And so what could Goliath have done? Like specifically, let's take a look at that particular battle because David, you, you just broke down why David was successful and how he did all of this. What could Goliath have done differently to win that battle? He could have done what he always did. You know what I'm saying? He could have done what he always did. I thought that's what got him killed. (laughs) No, I'm saying he could have done what he always did. He didn't. If you read the story, he, he, first of all, he mocked David. Like, yo, who is this little kid? You know what I'm saying? So he he overestimated who he was or who David Mm. wasn't. He overestimated. Like, who is this little kid? Like, yo, do me a favor, y'all. Bring me a man to fight. Like, don't play right. with me. I'm a champion. He should have fought his fight. See, this the fight that you got. You know what I'm saying? Like, this the fight you got. You got. I saw. I'm talking about my my girl Keisha Lamb. Shout out to Keisha Lamb, um, uh, Lee Lamb's sister. She put a post up on Facebook of LeBron looking like a super uh, human, like a little. Like, I, I don't. Y'all have to forgive me. I watch TV a lot, but um. There was a there there is some little um there's a show, but Carl, it's not it's not the Hulk, but it's almost like a character like the Hulk. 
and um big it's a big dude he kind of looks like the hulk but he just it's a different character right i don't remember the name of the um the the um the movie that he's on but but he has that same look but it, but he's not green and so it had lebron looking like that you know like this huge giant and he had um like a um uh a, uh what do you call it? like a glove a gladiator glove and in the glove were, were, were a ring, and in each ring was like Boston, Atlanta, Toronto, all the teams that he went through. And then it had in the, in the centerpiece, it had, um, in the centerpiece, it had, uh, what's his, what, what, uh, Golden State, right? And I'm looking at it like, yo, that's crazy. That's who LeBron had to go through. So I told everybody, there's no way that Toronto's gonna beat them. They don't match up. I'm kidding about, the, the uh, how many games they won. You don't have a big man. So you ain't got nobody that's going to stop LeBron. It's just not going to happen, right? And so LeBron went through, it shows each team he went through. You know, first team, second team, Atlanta, you know what I'm saying, Toronto, whatever, showed all the teams he went through in the East to get to where he was. And so what, what, what uh, Goliath did wrong was Goliath didn't fight the fights that were given to him. He wanted to pick his fights. You know, and he wanted to pick his fights because he had gotten cocky. I'm not going to fight no little boy. He should have just been like, yo, okay, bet. Second thing he did wrong uh, was the, 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 the time frame. You know, he had never done all that talking before. And so now he's doing a whole lot of talking and not a lot of fighting. Mm. That, that's what he's doing, a whole lot of talking. And, and that's not what he was accustomed to. Before, he just would like, okay, who I got to fight? Give me the man. All right, bet. We meet up. All right, I destroy him. He's talking. He's talking to people. And there's a time, CJ, to talk. There's a time to fight, right? And when it's time to talk and get yourself pumped up, like you saw, uh, what's his name? Um, Y'all got to help me. Help me out. Um, McGregor, right? Remember the fight? Oh, McGregor. Yeah, kind of, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was doing all that talking. He was doing all that talking, y'all, you know, and Mayweather was just like, yo, let's stop. Uh, He's doing all that throwing chairs and showing off, you know, and all of that fo foolishness. And your boy was like, yo, let's just fight. And, and, and I know I'm going to win. Why? Because you don't even fight this fight. It's not even your fight. You don't even go. You can't endure. You are you are you are you're in a sport where the doggone thing lasts five to seven minutes. So I'm just going to weigh you out for a little while and then I'm going to beat your butt. And so I think that's the last thing. And the final one I said was Goliath didn't have home court advantage. He didn't fight physically in the physical space that he normally fights. And what he did was he allowed with all that talking, he put David in a position where David had home court advantage. So he had he was off guard. R remember, he, he threw a rock at my man. Come on, see, he threw a rock. You don't throw a rock at a giant and kill a giant with a rock, bro. But what happened mm. was he was off guard. He wasn't really ready. And so it was like normally, okay, uh, in round number one, weighing 400 feet, coming straight out of uh, to Mayweather, uh, 49 and 0. He, David was like, yo, I'm not going to give you a chance to set up. I'm not going to give you a chance to get settled. I'm not going to allow you to get comfortable and get in your spot. I'm going to fight you in a place that you're not used to fighting. I'm going to catch you before you are fight ready. That's what I'm going to do. So you're not even guarded up. You ain't got your equipment. You ain't ready. And so David caught my man while he was doing all that talking and caught my man off guard. And it was nothing he could do about it because if you pay attention, see, what they say is they have an armor bearer. So, so generally what happens is the armor bearer goes before you. 
It's like, you know, like your, your right hand man. And he set everything up. They never got to do all of that. Inside. Because while David's armor bearer was about to whatever, David was like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to stay and wait. I'm going to go attack him. And David went on attack mode. And he killed my man because he was out of place and he was out of position. Mm. Yeah, no, that's crazy, too, because you talk about that home court advantage. And, you know, for real, it makes such a big difference. But then you look at both of the series, Game 7. Yeah, yeah. And the away team, after all well, that... It- and not only yeah. one, see, not to cut you, not only one, but they were down significantly. Right. Both of right. them. And I, I was watching it saying the same thing, like, yo, this is something to pay attention to. So my question, if I were to phrase it as a question, is how do you get somebody, human nature, not even a person, how do you get human nature to play down in game seven every single day? Hmm. You, you get where I'm going? Because, again, oh, no you question. start seeing some amazing things happen, like people, you know, scrappy and doing this and doing that or whatever. Well, on one side, the other side, I don't know what happens. But the, the, the person that's down, the team that's down, somehow just seems to just uh, miraculous stuff. You away from home, you down, you know, 10 points, 15 points, and just out of nowhere stuff just starts happening. Like, how do you get people to perform like that? And again, I don't know if we got an answer, but how do we get human nature to just kind of like, like, you know what I mean? Just like, yo, make this up in your head that today's game seven, you away, all the odds are stacked against you. You have no option but to win or you, you about to be out of this thing forever. I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, and that's I, a mentality I, I, for real. I, and I had, yeah, I, real quick, yeah, I, I had to shake myself out of that mentality because my dad used to be on my head. Like, my best games, basketball and football, would always be when we played the best teams. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it yeah. was something about the challenge of, like, play, if we had mm-hmm. to play, like, Grand Ledge or East Lansing, I was murdering. And then we might play Everett, and it was like, yo, I knew we were going to beat them by 50. You know, they weren't a formidable opponent, if you will. And so I never, I'm not going to say took them serious, but I I couldn't muster up that same level of like intensity, you know. And so I I wouldn't play bad, but I wouldn't play nearly as good. But when we played like top two, three team in the state, I'm talking about I was all world. So I think that's a a fair question as to on a daily basis in the midst of things going wrong, like we talked about, right? It's the Cal Ripken thing. My man played, I don't know, he hopped 2,500, let's just say somewhere around 2,500 straight games. And in the midst of that, you got, like he said, divorce, sickness. I'm I'm not talking about him specifically, but just things that happen in life in general. And you're able to be that consistent over a period of time. I just think it's crazy when you look at, but that's a fair question. How do you day in and day out muster up that kind of energy to still go after? Like look at a LeBron. Dog. LeBron's worth a billion <laughs> dollars, bro. You see cats get a contract for fifty million and it's they over. never play it's over. They, yeah. they didn't gain thirty pounds and look terrible. LeBron uh, is worth the, a one, billion dollars. One more dollars. quick one, see. You go to go to Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki, who was I'm talking about murdering the game. You want to? I'm talking about you want a championship, bro. And I hadn't heard your name since. Oh, like I'm just it. being real. I haven't heard your name since. Like yeah, so that's that's a good point. Like I I, I was joking. I used to say that if I got paid hundred million dollars, I don't know that I perform for the rest of my life. I don't know that. I'm just being real <laughs> I mean, with I'm y'all. Just saying, I don't know that you can. Right. I you don't know. know. I, I'm being real. Yeah. I don't know that you no, can prepare for games. Right. Really you might be able to. Yeah. You would still yeah. perform no, at the highest level. I'm just saying though. I just don't think. I I just don't think um, humans can. If that makes sense, like without going through, like here's the deal, guys. I've been through a game seven. You know what I'm saying? We've been through game sevens. So 
are we able to continue to play like win game seven? Absolutely. But we've been in our game sevens and fail. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've, been, I've been in my office and couldn't come out my office. You know what I'm saying? I've been there. I've, I've been broke and I didn't know how to respond to it. You feel me? I've, I've, I've been crushed. Like, yo, I can't believe this is happening. So I had my game seven and didn't, and, 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 and didn't murder it, if that makes sense. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so I've been in my game seven and failed. I've been Rozier and went 0 for 10. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've, I've been um, the Rockets and failed. I've been there. You feel me? So now, yeah, I'm killing it in game seven. Why? Because I took my licks. I got my stripes. And I was talking to my son today, and I was just telling Bug, like, yo, the cool thing about this camp is you, 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 you can't, you, like, you can't, and I ain't gonna lie, see, like, I'm like, okay, 200s. We might only get 100 for the first one. You feel me? And it's just like, yo, I ain't used to that. I'm used to the place being packed. But it's like, yo, you starting over from scratch. And you can't teach your son, or life is about to teach you and your son, that even though you love your son, you ain't about to get no 500 people. You starting all over again. This your first, this the first time you've ever done this, if that makes sense. So you got to go through your stripes, bro. I've been through mines. I've been, I've been hit. Forgive me, y'all. I'm on the elevator. But I've been hit. I've been down. I've been out. I've, I've, I've been there, done that. So now when I get to game sevens, I've already took my, my stripes. I had to sit at the table and explain why I went 0 for 10. I got to explain it. I got I to gotta look my wife in the face. I got to look my teammates in the face and say, how could you perform so well in game three and four, but you couldn't do nothing in this game? And I've already, I, I took those licks. I experienced that. So y'all right, I, I, I grind now, cause I don't want to sit at the table with the boo-boo face no more. I don't want to, uh, I don't want to writing about me in the paper and I'm on the front page of E failed in game seven. I don't want to have to go home and not talk to my wife and kids for three days because it's going to take me three days to get over that loss. I've been there. I tasted that. I don't want to taste that no more. So that's the difference. So don't sit here for all you listening. E.T. ain't never lost in game seven. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I got And, and LeBron has lost in game seven before. And LeBron and got um, swept before. And LeBron, you know, had to get on and say uh, he, why he didn't come through. And that's what drives him. I'm not LeBron, but I can definitely tell you if you asked him, he don't like coming up short. And that's why he performing. So for these other dudes, they ain't never, they, they've been winning AAU ball, state championships. They've been getting worship since they was kids. And now it's time for them Negroes to take their licks. And when you take your lick, you either going to take those licks and get stronger, or you're going to take those licks and fold, one or the other. Hey, I was going to say real quick, see, Check mm -hmm. the difference. Pay attention, y'all. If you could go back and look at some of the game clips, check the difference between when Houston lost and when Boston lost. Boston was out there high-fiving, not high-fiving, but hugging, talking, all that. Yo, James Harden, I don't think he talked to nobody. He was off the floor like, I'm talking about whistle, he was out. Because he had felt that before, Ian. I know that that burn on him, uh, what's your boy, um, Tatum, he can't feel the same burn that Harden feeling. He can't feel the same burn that Chris Paul feeling. Them jokers was like, all right, love y'all, peace out. I'm out. I, I, I don't want to be around this environment. Boston was out there hugging for about 15 minutes. All right, good game, man. Yeah, they, they, you know, whatever. I was like, yo, that's a whole different perspective when you look at them two, them two teams. Because they, they, like you said, Boston young, they ain't been through nothing before. For them, okay, we lost, but they don't have that burn like, yo, we lost again. You know what I'm saying? So like you said, hopefully they can take that. Um, and, he, and your boy, what's his name? Tatum going to be a, a force. But hopefully he can take this and build, you know what I'm saying, from that and turn oh, it into. Hey, but. Let, let me tell y'all something on the bright side. Y'all know 
Y'all know I'm dumb. Y'all know I see stuff like people, you know what I'm saying? What happened? When you got the GED, it give you a, a sixth sense, right? The, 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 the light at the end of the tunnel, I'm just going to be real. This is just my perspective. Hopefully one day I'll get to connect with Kyrie and he'll tell me the truth. But I kind of feel like the light at the end of the tunnel is Kyrie wouldn't have wanted them to beat LeBron without him. <laughs> I'm, I'm just mm. being real. You know what mm. I'm saying? And go to the Why championship. Why wasn't Kyrie at the game? So I just, I was looking it up. See, I just, just, because I was like, I'm yo, sure I, I ain't seen Kyrie at all. No, no, they said that he had a surgery or something. Uh, that, that's what oh, okay. the, the Celtics put out. Yeah, yeah. That, okay. I'm, so I'm, I'm just telling so you. So waited, you waited until the day of game, game seven, to have, seven a surgery? to have a surgery. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, I was, yeah. I found that weird because I'm like, yo, CP3 on the bench. I'm talking about hollering, screaming. Oh, like he could as well coach. have been on the court. Yeah, he was the, the yeah. dog on court. I'm like, yo, Kyrie, like your presence needed to be there, especially oh, no, in game seven against LeBron. He a gorilla. He a gorilla. He don't need to be there because I, because I, I'm just being real, and I'm not Kyrie. Party, you I knew can't the King speak was Kyrie. about to crush your soul. Yo, yeah, and no you want to be there to see that. <laughs> you, you, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm just saying, I, I feel like that's the, that's the, the, the light at the end of, the, end of, end of the tunnel. That's the silver lining, is that yeah, you want your team to win, but at the end of the day, you want to beat LeBron. You feel me? So I know Boston probably was hurt a little bit, but let's just keep it 100. I don't, I don't care if. LeBron end up in Philly. When you put Kyrie back at Hayward and they stay healthy for a season with what they have, bruh, I promise you, they they gonna be a force to be reckoned with. Well, that's I, a big if care. because uh, Kyrie ain't been healthy for a whole season in quite some time, right. bro. Yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. But but on this one though, he wasn't not healthy. He just had to do the. I guess they felt like they needed to do the surgery because they thinking about the future. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't like he oh, had nah, to stop. Nah, no, nah, that ain't, no, nah, believe that if you want to. <laughs> that boy went right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay, I'll you, take you your word for with, it. You should, again, you should have stayed with LeBron. He took a little pressure off you so you didn't have to put up all the points. I'm just saying, though, I, and I feel you, but I'm just saying, he won a championship. He like Kobe. He got a championship. I feel like, for Kobe real, I'm not three, Kyrie. Though, before but, he was ready yeah, I, I feel like he, <laughs> right. he, he, uh, yeah, he, 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 he wanted to be there last night. Imagine you sitting through that. Imagine a CJ sitting through that. A CJ mm. sitting through that. And you know oh, you yeah, no, the best player <laughs> other well, than First LeBron. of all, I drink Organifi, so I would have been there. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, just if. Yeah, yeah, just if. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no if. So I, I, yeah. So I'm saying, if anybody if. was happy last night, he was happy <laughs> with, okay, we're going to get a crack at this next year and if we win with me there it could be said it was because of me that i stopped him from going to the 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 ninth you know championship so to me that's the only positive that i see out of this you know what i'm saying but i'm telling you those of you who out there you gotta take your list secretly wanted them to lose i wouldn't say wanted them to lose secretly but I bet you after they lost, he was sitting there thinking, had yeah, I been there, that was a, it would have been a different yeah, outcome. No, that was the same thing I was thinking about my man, the Philly uh, quarterback. You know, Carson Wentz. It's like, mm. man, shoot. I didn't play the whole playoffs, even though I was balling out in the regular season. If my man come in and win, then it's hmm. like, does that hurt my legacy a little bit? You, yeah, you wonder. You know, you'll never get a straight answer, of course. Well, somebody going to come out and be like, yeah, I would right. hope lose. Yeah. So anyway, um, let's jump on this. Uh, you got anything else to add before I switch to ask ET? I was gonna ask no, y'all sir. one question. I was gonna oh, ask okay. y'all one okay. quick question, y'all. It okay. shut me down, see? 
But I'm just saying, the NBA has a lot to gain from these te- these two oh, teams no meeting up again. No I'm just question. saying, I, I'm not no conspiracy theorist. I don't no know question. how it would possibly work. I'm just saying, they got a lot to gain for the, the series going you to game You didn't want to sevens. see Boston against Houston? Uh, not at see. all. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I'd have been Boston, interested. Wow, yeah, so yeah. I'm not, yeah, yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's a lot to gain. I'm saying, so the no, prediction, yeah. I, like, easily, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, them two teams going to be back. And again, I don't know how, where, when, but I'm just saying, I knew that the two, these, these, these two teams would have been back here. But like I said, shut, shut it down. We ain't got to go into that. Well, well, well at least uh, because, let me see. Yeah, wait, will we be on the podcast um, before the next time they play? Well, give me a no. prediction. Uh, I, I'm I'm going Golden State, but I'm going Golden State in like six or seven because I'm just saying like back to what we talked about. This ain't no new trip for LeBron. Uh, no, you can't. Yeah, you can't. And do, it you ain't. Know, hey, you huh? know my prediction. You can't. You go. You well, they are at home, right? Are they at right, home? Right. They got they home, home court. Home, right? Yeah, they got home court. Golden State got oh, okay, home court. Yeah. yeah. I I I I got Golden State in five. Uh, Ooh, five. I'm just yeah. saying. Where, yeah, where where LeBron is now. Like this, not like again. E, there's something about 15 years in your career, and you hear and you understand what it takes. And quad is kept. E, I've been challenging what you're saying. It's a team sport, yes and no. Dog on it. LeBron commanding two, three <laughs> defenders. I'm just being real. He commanded two, three defenders. So it ain't a team sport no more. If you got three people watching him, dog on it. Make yeah, a layup. Won't, won't make a three point yeah. shot. Make he won't a have layup. to do. Golden State won't have to do it though. Golden State will be able to play playing one on one. They're not going, they're not, they're, they're smart enough to know. See, those dudes are young, so they miss mm. assignments and they get anxious. Mm-hmm. Golden State going to stay. You're going to keep Draymond on him. You're going to keep West on him. You're not, they're not going, they're not, they're they going to make the other dudes win. They're mature enough to say, hey, if Green, if you could beat us, go right ahead and beat us. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Uh, Clarkston, if you could beat us, go ahead and beat us. But we're not going to play into that. Um, we double team you and we leave somebody wide open. That's going to be a big, you, you're dealing with Kerr now. That's a, de- who played with Michael Jordan, who also coached with Phil Jackson. Like he was in that environment. So he's not, his boys ain't going to be that. They're going to be disciplined. So I'm saying LeBron is not going to beat them by themselves. The Ke- Cleveland Cavaliers going to have to help LeBron if that's possible. I don't know if it's possible or not, but it, yeah, it's not going down like that. They're not, he's not playing <laughs> Boston, an immature team with a coach who just been there for what, two or three seasons. He playing, he playing up against a veteran coach and a veteran team. Hey, and an assistant coach who coached him, right? My man's right. still there, right? Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, it's going to be different. LeBron going to get LeBron's. No, no question. Draymond ain't about to shut him down. You know what I'm saying? It ain't about to happen. But you about to make Green and the rest of those guys, you're going to make them play. And here's the only challenge you have. Now, here's my – I, I want to say Cleveland in seven. If they go to seven, I can think they can get it. But here's the one challenge that they'll have. The one challenge that they have is that Cleveland, other than LeBron, I don't know anybody else on the team that has had to play that level yet. You haven't had – you've been in the East all year. So you've not met that type of competition. You haven't played with a team that can turn it up in the third, that can turn it up in the fourth. You've not, you've not, you know, I'm just saying, like, you've never played that type of team or that speed before, and that's what's going to be tough for them. They already don't play defense to that level, and then they have to play it against, uh, against the best team in the league. 
anybody that can shoot at any point, it, the defense is going to be hard for them to keep up with that speed. All right, well, I appreciate your outstanding basketball analysis. You guys, <laughs> don't quit your day jobs, all right? Please don't quit your day jobs. Um, listen, let's go to Ask ET, brought to you by BreatheUniversity.com. Oh, so he don't say... Did I, did I miss yours, C? No, right. C just going to let it hang out there. Okay. Hey, man, you know don't, you know on, the, don't you know that the host is supposed to remain neutral? Okay. That's new to me, but I, I you know what I'm um, saying? LeBron is the GOAT, but they about to get beat. I'm not stupid, okay? Uh, okay. But you know what? I will say this. The Warriors showing a few more flaws. They showing some Yes. Absolutely. They show in the past, yep. but I, I mean, bro, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. Brandon carried these boys to the final. I mean, bro, mm -hmm. when I look out on the court and Corver is your second best player, I'm saying, okay, something's wrong. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, but nothing I feel you, Corver. but do you My really feel like Boston shooter. was like a, you feel like Boston was a super team for real, for real? Do you buy into that? No, 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 not at all. But here's what I, I did buy into the fact that they're, they're I mean, like you look at, come on, bro. Be honest. Horford, baller. Ho Horford is mm -hmm. an all star, bro. You got Tatum, guess, probably the rookie really, of the year. I didn't know that he was. Jalen Brown in his second or third year. Jalen Brown is one of the young up and coming superstars of the game. Marcus Smart, a tough player that can get in yeah. there, body up. Yep. Mar uh, Morris, the Morris twin, is a veteran, tough guy. Like, bro, their squad top to bottom was. 10 times better than Cleveland. Yep. If you took Brown off that team, Cleveland is probably the no first question, pick No question, but I'm saying you got Brown on the team, NBA. though. So, but I'm <laughs> saying you got Brown on the team, though. You can't take yeah, away yeah. Brown is the best player on the planet. And yeah. just what you said, Carl, I do believe it's a team sport, but I mm -hmm. just believe in consistency. If you got one guy that can score from night to night versus you counting on, you don't know who you counting on, that's, that, to me, that just would, that's why they have the advantage, which is why... To me, Golden State is so, it's such a, uh, uh, and I think Golden State going to do way better against Cleveland than they're going to do against Houston oh, just yeah, because sure. I, I think that they want to beat LeBron. I don't think mm. they really was geeked about if we beat Houston, ain't nobody going to really say nothing. Right, ain't nobody right. going to say nothing about you beating LeBron, but you feel the satisfaction of you stopped the best player in the world possibly mm -hmm. of winning these championships. Like you be, I can see a Draymond 10 years from now saying, oh, yeah, your boy was the best, but we, you know, we stopped him. You feel me? I, and, and had I not been hurt, I, we would have beat him that year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can just see that kind of trash talking going on. But by far, um, yeah, Golden State is a better team. But I just wanted to, I wanted to know if C could be neutral, and he proved to me that he could be. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Come on, bro. I'm not, hey, look. Uh, hey, hey, I'm not, I'm, hey, I ain't dumb now. You, you see what it is, man. So, um, but no, we'll see, man. Like I said, uh, you know, it, it would take a Herculean effort, which he's capable of. I just, uh, the supporting cast, though, when you play, mm -hmm. now you talking about the Warriors. I agree with you. Boston's not a juggernaut. The Warriors are. You're not getting ready to beat five solid players. I mean, great players yeah, like no questions that. Asked. You know, maybe three, four Hall of Famers when it's all said and done. You're not getting ready to beat them with, by yourself. It just ain't going to happen, mm -hmm. so. Um, Ask ET brought to you by BreatheUniversity.com. Listen, man, come check us out at BreatheU. Um, we're doing some amazing things, man. Calls Thursday nights, Sunday nights. We got the meetups. Everything is going on in BreatheU. Shout out to all our BreatheU family that downloads and listens to the podcast every week. We love y'all. Come join us, man. Come come check it out. Carl's got a, a, a great offer for you guys to jump in yeah. with us and, um, and, and, and enjoy the program, man. We are, are doing some amazing things and 
like I said, I think it's one of our finest accomplishments to date. So breatheuniversity.com, hey. sign up and, and let's go. Go for it, Carl. This week only, this week only, y'all, we're opening enrollment what? for our, what our about survive on the membership. Day of Christmas? Can I not get it on the eighth day, day of Christmas? Not the eighth <laughs> day. No, this week only, y'all. I'm talking about we opening up our survive membership, we open up enrollment for that. I'll just be honest with y'all. We had to close it before because we had the last weekend we did it, we got it was probably 800 people to join. And it was like, mm. whoa. So, like, so far, we opened it up this week, and so far, it's like over, the, over this last weekend that passed, it was like two, 200 people that jumped in. I'm talking about immediately. So, I'm saying our hope was 500, but the way it's going, I don't know if we're going to make I mean, I'm, we, we might pass that in a day or two. So, I'm saying, don't play, y'all. We, you're talking so they about have as a code as, that they need to use, or they can just go to the website. This way, you can go straight to the website. $20 a month, y'all. Y'all got access to four, four, five courses. You got access to our daily accountability call. You got access to the Facebook community. So I'm just saying 20 bucks a month, y'all, and you a part of the family. So oh, that's don't, why don't you play around. Back up 20. I thought we were yeah. done with the 20. I thought he yeah, cut the 20. He cut the 20. Bro, I didn't you know tell I'm never saying that when back. they say 20. He brought it back when I'm, I'm like, telling yo. Yeah, I didn't tell you, you so me? sneak it quick. Sneak I know my stuff quick. worth more than $20. A phone call would <laughs> be worth more than $20. Uh, <laughs> yeah, come on, yeah. Let's see. Tasha in Baltimore said, which which of the three of you is most likely to send a meal back? Send a what back? Question. Send a, a meal, meal back. back. I don't think any of the three of us send a nut back. Yeah. yeah I ain't never hmm. sent no meal back. Yeah, no, I was gonna that, say I've never seen none of us do it. Now, if you want to ask about our wives, I'm sure. Oh, uh, all three. <laughs> right. All uh, three. Let's see. Greg and Indy said, "E, I know you've been rebaptized, but when's the last time you had to go off?" Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me be honest. I have been rebaptized, and I'm pretty good. But every now and then, and prayerfully, I'm finished, man. I'm speaking to you. For real, this is a, this a serious topic for me. Like, this ain't no play play. This is serious. Um, I slipped about maybe 30 days ago with my son. And it's just that millennial, you know, mindset. And, you know, for real, man, my, 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 our, our, I'm going to just say this. My kids are blessed. You know what I'm saying? It's, sometimes, you know, my son said it like, Dad, you were homeless. And I try to deal with him like I, you know, like, I'm, I'm from the bottom, and I try to deal with him like that sometimes, and he just not from the bottom, you know what I'm saying, like that, you know, and so I did. I slipped probably about 30 days ago, and my wife was just like, yo, what, what are you doing? I'm like, well, he, and she's like, yeah, but you, and so <laughs> about 30 days ago, but we've had a couple <laughs> conversations since then, and I've really felt mature, and I know it because he hit me back like immediately, like, you know, all right, dad, I just I had some time to think it through. All right, I'm about to make this move. So he, he he's very mature, like he, since he's been running this camp, you know, and I think found his niche. He's definitely been operating at a way better level. But about 30 days ago, before we really got into this, he had called me on some stuff and I was like, yo, don't you understand how it goes? And was like, nope, he doesn't know how it goes. You know what I'm saying? He, he hasn't been through the experience yet. He's going through it. So, um, yeah, bro, to answer that, I slipped and fell. And, um, but I bounced back, and I'm concentrating, and I'm praying, but I never uh, have to talk to him. Like, I would never scoop uh, down that low and talk to him like, you know what I'm saying, he 10, but I'll continue to maintain the integrity, you know, and speak to him like an adult, even if we're not philosophically on the same page. 
No doubt. Uh, let's see. David in Fort Wayne said, hey, hey, E.T., I'm a pastor as well. My question is church-related. As a young pastor with a small church, I find it hard to draw the line between pastor and friend. It seems like uh, my saints have more respect for me as a peer than as a pastor. Have you ever had that issue? And if so, what did you do? Okay, see, break that. Give it to me, see. Give it to me. You know, I guess, give so it to I'm, me. I guess yeah. he's trying to say, I, and I tried to shorten it a little bit, but I guess he's saying, you know, he's a pastor, but he's they home me too. And so he might be, I don't know if they're not necessarily taking his sermon serious. He didn't explain it deep enough, but I guess they like, oh, you are a friend. So, you know what I mean? He's trying to be a leader, and maybe they see him as more yeah. of a peer. Yeah, so I would say make a decision if you want to be a friend, and let's use a different word. If you want to shepherd, you know what I'm saying, or if you want to lead. And I think a lot of times, a lot of us are ignorant because we might be first generation, um, you know, leaders or shepherds and we get the two confused and they're not the same. You know, you, 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 you can't, you can lead people without having a deep relationship with people. You can't shepherd people without having a deep relationship. You know what I'm saying? And so there are very few people who have the ability to do both at the exact same time. And, and why? Because if you're shepherding people, and you're being extremely concerned about them, you know, in terms of the relationship, they get accustomed to that. If you are a leader and you're like, I'm focused on execution, bump your little feelings, well, you're used to that too, and you can make the adjustment. The challenge is if you're dealing with somebody and you're relational with them the majority of the time, and then you shift and go, now I'm about to not care about your feelings, I'm about to go to execution, that becomes challenging for people. Like, I don't really know how to deal with that. You know, so I would just say make a decision. Now, in my own personal life, to give you an example, I've decided that I'm, I'm a much better shepherd. I like to shepherd more. I do hear people all the time say, E, you changed my life. You helped me do X, Y, and Z. But I still feel like I've done that through shepherding. And I can be aggressive in shepherding, but the relationship is the focal point. And so I've asked my wife, who has the ability to lead, because my wife has the, um, she has been naturally gifted not to really care about your feelings. Like that's not her focus. Her focus is getting stuff done. So she doesn't really care if you like her, if you don't like her. She doesn't even care about how you think about her. It doesn't matter to her. So she's able to really focus on, this is the task at hand, this is what we need to get done. So I've asked my wife to play the role of the leader at the church and she's doing a phenomenal job of it. And I'm doing more of the shepherding, the preaching, the counseling, the, and she comes in on the marriage counseling and all that too, but I'm taking the lead with shepherding and she's taking the lead with leading. So if your wife is not a natural leader and she can't do it, then maybe find somebody that you are close to, that you are shepherding, who respects you and ask them to be more of the leader. I, I, I hope that made sense, see? Yep, no, you good. Humbled, uh, humbled ENT on Instagram says, CJ, take us back to your b-ball days, man. Were you a LeBron or a Durant? Were you a Weber <laughs> or a Charles or Weber? You a, a Dr. <laughs> J, a, a Magic? I'm going with Charles. <laughs> were you a bench player or a towel boy? I let my my teammates speak for that. Well, I, more of a Charles, you said, Carl. I'm going with Charles. I'm the going boys, with Charles. Hey, the boys, the boys hoop with me. They know even in my older age, I was putting buckets up out there. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no I, you had a, a, a decent, I'm saying you I'm had a variety game. Because he, 
Yeah, I'm going. Well, I'm I'm going with tractor trailer because he was thick. I'm going with tractor <laughs> yeah, trailer. Sure. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, yeah. I de- I definitely wasn't a Durant or LeBron. I wasn't ever much of a shooter, uh, but I will I will take you in that post and bury you. I I, I should have really been in the league. I just only got the six three six four. You know what I'm saying? I thought I was gonna be <laughs> seven foot, and so they made me. This that's a valuable lesson to all you guys with tall kids. Shout out to Josh and Huddy. Let, make your kids play guard. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care how tall mm. they are. Put the ball in their hands uh. and teach them the skill set. Because I was always just the tallest one, so they always just made me play center. You know what I mean? So it's mm. like, that's cool when you're in the fourth grade. But then when you only get to six, three, six, four, and I got nothing but center skills, I was messed up. So, um, yeah, let's see. We got a couple more here for all three of you. This comes from Jesse Heinz on Instagram. Shout out to all our Instagram followers. We're up yeah, over 3,000 yeah, now. S2S Podcast. All right, you're going to go on there and see a little bit more of Carl and I, which most of you don't, but for those of you who do, <laughs> um, you know, we've been posting, uh, Nikki been posting, I should say, up there for us. So um, Jesse Heinz on Instagram said, for all three of you, if you're going to have one cheat meal, what is your favorite cheat meal? Hmm. Shoot. Flat out cheat, cheat meal would be soul food. I'm talking about you know, macaroni cheese. and cheese. Yeah, um, um, you know, dressing. Fried chicken, you know, potato salad, candy yams. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, that I'm going, and then the dessert afterwards, some ice cream. Ice cream. Oh, I, I was waiting for the dessert. Yeah. yeah I ice cream, or something, a peach cobbler. No. Yeah. Yeah. Peach cobbler or something. You know what I'm saying? Go for it, Carl. Yeah, I was saying, I ain't even tripping on the food, it's the dessert, but I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, you got to give me some barbecue chicken, and I, I can't even call it a cheat, I'm trying to do that regular, <laughs> but give me some kind of barbecue chicken with the rest of the soul food, E, and yeah, that dessert is what's going to get me weak, everything else I could, I, I could, no I could you know what I'm saying, I'm good on No couscous nah, on no the couscous. side. We're going to let the nah, couscous. Let me tell you something, <laughs> you remember how I got that salad the other day at Busy Bee, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. because I'm. Let me tell you how. You, first of all, I'm just getting old. You know what I'm saying? Like this, that's just. A, let me state that fact. Second of all, I had it like I was eating. I can't remember. My, I had family in town or something. We were just eating crazy. Like I don't even know. I don't even eat dessert, and I ate like a piece of cheesecake. Right, and, right, right, like, right. We ate like pizza or something like that. And I got up and I still went to the gym the next day. When I tell you I felt like garbage, mm. I'm talking about my joints feel hurt. Feel the difference, yo. Oh, my joints hurt. They ached. My uh, my legs were tired. Like, I felt kind of sick. I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, hmm. back in the day, you could just smash whatever, get whatever. up, go hoop yep. for five hours straight. I'm like, wow, you know, my body just not letting me do it. But, man, I love pizza, man. I would eat like a, a what is it, a Connie's or, or Giordano's, a deep dish. From Chicago would just be like the ultimate for me. Um, let's see, there's a lot of questions on here. Uh, let's let's go to a quick easy one. My man King Boogie, eighty two from Instagram said, "Has the vegan experience made you a better speaker than you already are?" The worst. You know what I'm saying? And he used to look forward to eating. He used to not eat before he spoke. Oh, so now no, that he's not I, eating I, like that. Bruh, yeah. I gotta keep like for real. What kills me about the podcast is maybe y'all don't listen to all of them. Or maybe it's your first one, so you just start listening to it. I promise you, I told y'all a million times, bruh, like I'm bruh, I'm waiting for the doctor to tell me that chicken is gonna heal my wife's brain. Fried chicken specifically, <laughs> but barbecue chicken, like Carl said. Oh, it's, oh. We, de- 
We just found out <laughs> that a large portion of barbecue chicken will release the legions. Bro, I told it's you, I'm not doing this. It's I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm not doing this because of health reasons. Like, I'm not, I'm not into that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, yeah, I'm just not into that. Like, I'm not, I'm, 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 I got a low self-esteem, so I don't mind being fat. You know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't my, that ain't my thing. Bro, I've been married 28 years. Like, my girl ain't on, like, that's I want you to be muscle-bound, you know what I'm saying? Because then if I get muscle-bound, <laughs> she's going to probably get muscle-bound. So we definitely trying to hold, not hold each other accountable on no uh, health tip. You know what I'm saying? This is strictly my wife has a chronic illness, you know what I'm saying? And we about to hit 50 soon, and you just got to, you know what I'm saying? You just got to, you got to, you got to, you know, be right. And I'll be real with my girl. I wouldn't even mind her cheating. With, Cause she always be talking about, I'm gonna get some Popeyes for this thing. I'm gonna get Popeyes, she don't. But the only reason why I don't do the fried chicken boys because I'm not that disciplined. I either do it or I don't. Like I can't eat chicken once a quarter or once a month. I start eating that joint, I'm about to smash. So <laughs> this ain't, yeah, this ain't, I told you before, I know somebody gonna get mad. This ain't, I want cows to roam the earth and I don't think <laughs> chicken we already should know you be slaughtered. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I, yeah, I ain't on that, bro. I'm on, my wife has a chronic illness and we're just trying to do as much as we possibly can. She don't like to work out. So it's like, okay, well, you're not gonna work out. So what can we do? It's like, okay, medication has its, you know, its effects. So let's try to, you know, as much as we can be disciplined on the diet side. But I swear, if my girl would run a marathon, we'd be eating different if she would run a marathon. She just don't like to work out. So it's like, you can't not work out and eat carbs. You can't right. do both. You know what I'm saying? So I am not, I'm a foodie, y'all. That's, I'm, uh, what's my man's name, y'all? I didn't see the, um, the Eddie Murphy boy. I didn't see it, but I, I, I seen like previous. Mr. Clamp, is that, what, what's his name? Uh, Professor the, um, Clumps. Yeah, Professor Clumps, bro, that's me. I'm not professor. What's the other <laughs> one? Who is he when he big? Oh, oh, yeah. No, that's what you talking about. Yeah, oh, Professor okay. Clump. Professor Clump. That's me, Buddy bro. Love the M&M's the in the one. mouth Buddy with love, the chicken right, yeah. and the ice cream. <laughs> bro, I would eat ice cream, cookies all day. It wouldn't be a cheat meal. I'd be doing it on a regular <laughs> basis. And when I could in my 20s and 30s and not pick up weight, I did. So, yeah, Dr. bro, Clump. I ain't on that. Yeah, I'm Dr. Mm -hmm. Clump, y'all. Not Dr. Thomas, oh, Dr. Dr. Clump. Clump. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you have it. So eat vegan has made eat worse. Worst experience of my life. Can't even uh, sleep at night. Real quick before we get out of here, let's see. We got St. Louis uh, coming up on the yep. 24th of 24th. June. 24th. So make sure you get out if you're uh, in that Midwest region. Everybody complains that we don't come to the Midwest enough. We will be in the Midwest. So come join us out there in St. Louis, man. It's going to be, uh, uh, yeah. I'm sure, hey. an incredible event. Yes, yes, sir. Hey, I, I, I didn't want to forget, though, yo, less than six days, Atlanta, oh, five days, four days, three days, two days. We are there. And um, I, matter of fact, I just did a commercial. Will, if you don't mind playing that commercial I did in Atlanta, I went specifically to Atlanta, hit the studios, only 120 spots. We got about 15, 20 left. Parents, it's not just basketball again. I told you this week we're gonna be working on their drive. We're gonna teach them the attitude of gratitude. Some of these kids are so ungrateful. We're gonna teach respect, right? And through the game, teamwork, we're gonna actually use basketball to show that a lot of the stuff you guys are doing in basketball that you 
may not even know you're doing. You got to be respectful. You got to play team. You got to understand the boundaries. All of that, parents, we're going to be teaching all of this. You're going to get an upgrade on your child. You know, somebody in Atlanta with a teenage male, bring them to the event. And um, yeah, let's make it happen, y'all. Yeah, and if um, for those of you who are in another state, and uh, we've been getting a, a bunch of people saying, yo, I, I can't make it and I don't even have kids, but I want to, you know, um, support a yes. kid. I'm sorry, email, about info, that, so, yeah. email info at etinspires.com. Let our team know if you want to sponsor uh, one of these kids to get into the camp, man. Um, it is, like he said, it's going, it's going to be a great event. But for those of you who are out of town and you've been hitting us up like, yo, I believe in the camp. I want to be a part. I want to sponsor a kid. Email info at etinspires.com. Somebody on our staff will get back with you, and uh, we will greatly appreciate hey, that. And shout out to those who already have. See, um, since the yeah, 20, for sure, yep. since my man in Chicago hit us with the 20 spot, we've had people yep. do two and three. You know, um, so yeah, for mm, those of you yeah. out there who financially you're in a position to do it, please sponsor a child. Yep. Um, other than that, uh, we got anything else to? Oh, phenomenal life, Jamaica. I don't, I don't even know. That was going so fast. It might be, we might be on the short, but I think uh, we still have a few left, right, Carl? Yeah, there's still some out there. <clears throat> but okay, y'all cool. act fast. Don't play. Seriously. Yeah. All, like pretty much the whole cruise. I'm saying the whole cruise that went this year, they already bought theirs for right, next year. Right, so I'm yeah. talking about it's slim. Yeah. So uh, Phenomenal Life Jamaica, man. If you want to rock with us in Jamaica in February um, next year, man, and, and just have a great time with us. That, that I was. Like I said, I'm not a huge fan of boats, but that cruise was an awesome time. And uh, this time we're just going straight to the to the mainland, so I'm I'm ready to get it. So phenomenallifejamaica.com. Um, I'm moving, y'all. This will be the last podcast that I do wow. from this wow. basement. Crazy. Congratulations. Yeah, this is, this Crazy. is it. It's uh, currently But you going to have a studio in the new mansion? Uh, 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 don't let him. He just ro- rat roach infested. roach infested, a small apartment. A Welcome to tell it. Uh, this is, you know, this is. Can you take uh, a picture of it and put it up online for us so we can yeah, determine please. if it's a humble yeah. abode? Please. Uh, yeah. One yeah, bedroom, Foster's. one bathroom. Yeah. Uh, so there will be no studio, Carl, unless you call it one bedroom, one bath. It's a studio apartment. <laughs> I want to see this <laughs> one, one bedroom, one bath. It is uh, a studio apartment. Um, yeah. So, man, moving is crazy, though, for real, man. Oh, like, yeah. It is. It is like you just look around your house and you like all of this gotta go. All this yep. stuff. That little yeah. court right there, Bruh. that gotta go. All this of is, it. It's like unbelievable. So let's, uh, yeah, this hopefully I won't be moving for quite some time. So um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's cool though. I'm, I'm trying to get my son ready for the move. He came to me the other day. Trey, he's crazy. He came to me the other day. Was like, hey dad, I'm ready to go to my new school, but I'm not super ready. But I am a little nervous, but not like that. I was like, okay, what is that? I was like, I don't know what that means, but it sounds like you're ready to go. So he's, uh, we got him over that the, the fear moving. He did not want to leave his house because he was, uh, he did not want anybody else to have his toys. But I assured mm. him that the movers are going to pack his toys. So he's excited now. And um, yeah, man, we are, we, we moving, man. Move, moving on down, y'all. So don't worry, I still don't have an insider. If you're listening to this podcast and you don't have an insider. But, but he, he has movers, though. We still, oh, yeah, yeah, the movers. Yeah, I had to get movers now. Yeah, we got, I got this podcast to do. I couldn't do the podcast and move. And move. And move. So, um, so yeah, so I'll, next time you guys hear me, 
uh, we'll be we'll be we'll have a new uh, spot to set up shop. So um, there's that in the E. All right, man, give us the nugget of the day. Let us get to work, man. Hey guys, listen to your boy ET. Take your lickings in Game Seven. Take your lickings, man. I know you're not used to failing. You know what I'm saying? I know you don't. I know it ain't comfortable. I know it hurt. But listen to me. It's gonna hurt either way. It's gonna hurt if you never make it to a Game Seven. It's going to hurt if you make it to a game seven and get blasted. So go take that test. You might fail it, but go take it. Get that experience, right? For real. Go start that business. You may, you may not be as successful as you thought you were. It may hurt. Get started. Go ahead. Walk into the pain. Go walk into it. Go walk into the agony. Come on, for real. Go walk into the defeat. Act like it's a shower and just put that water all over you. Start rubbing it all over you. Just get 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 the fear of losing out your system. Get get the pain. Now, I'm gonna tell you, it's gonna always be painful, but at some point, at least you'll get accustomed to it. I remember when Didi was putting those needles, those injections into her body. So she do left arm, right arm, stomach, right leg, left leg, right. And I'd be like, All right, Didi, you've been doing it now for six months. How it feel? She said it still hurt. I ain't gonna lie to you, but. I'm, I'm accustomed to it now. Like the pain don't bother me. I don't dread it. You know what I'm saying? I understand that it's a part of the healing process that I, I, gotta, I gotta do the injections. So take them y'all, take the pain, take it. Go run toward it, it's gonna be good. You might as well get accustomed to it and get used to it. Because if you think for one minute you blow up and you never go through nothing, you got it twisted. We go through as much pain and hurt and agony and defeat as everybody else on this earth. We've just decided we're not gonna run from it, we're gonna run to it. So it's your boy ET saying, take the lickings of game seven and keep on ticking. Hey, appreciate that nugget of the day. Thank y'all for listening. Go leave us that review on iTunes. We love you, we'll see you next week. right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul.